I never tire of watching this film because here we see for ourselves how Walt was Mickey and vice versa. Hello and welcome back to Disney Marvels for week of July 7th, 2019. This is episode 50. Disney Marvels, the show about Disney, Marvel, Lucasfilms, Muppets, Pixar, Fox, the parks, the cruise lines, the TV shows, the parks, the shopping, and much, much more. If it has to do with Disney, it's fair game. I'm your host, Matthew Graken. Whether you're planning your next Disney park vacation, cruise vacation, or don't know where to start, be sure to contact Destinations with Character Travel, the official travel partner of the Disney Marvels podcast. Email them at info at destinationswithcharacter.com or visit their website www.destinationswithcharacter.com and be sure to tell them that you heard about them on the Disney Marvels podcast. And now, for the news. The first trailer of the live-action Mulan debuted this past Sunday during the FIFA Women's World Cup finale. The, pre- the trailer was greeted with mixed reviews, but personally, I thought it showed a lot of promise. You can go online now and check it out, either on our Facebook group or search it up on YouTube. Disney Cruise Line celebrate Day of the Seafarer with students from the Bahamas Maritime Cadet Corps. As part of Disney Cruise Line's commitment to inspire the next generation of maritime professionals, Disney Dream shipboard officers hosted a group of students on board from the Bahamas Maritime Cadet Corps the BMCC, with the ships uh, while the ship was docked in Nassau. The International Maritime Organization's Day of the Seafire is celebrated annually on June 25th and recognizes the unique contributions made by seafarers from all over the world. During the tour, the students explored the ship's engine room, toured the bridge, went behind the scenes at the Walt Disney Theater, and participated in a panel discussion with the ship's captain, Annie McRonald, along with other senior officers. That is some experience. Disney Cruise Line also wins top honors for Ocean Cruise Lines in Travel and Leisure World's Best Award. Travel and Leisure readers have chosen Disney Cruise Line as the number one Ocean Cruise Line among those carrying 2,200 passengers or more. As part of the publication's World Best Awards, readers were asked to rate cruise lines based on their service, staterooms, food, destinations, excursions, and value. New Grand Destino Tower anchors dramatic reimagining of Disney's Colorado Springs at Walt Disney World's Resort. Celebrating the rich cultures and vibrant landscapes of Spain, Mexico, and the American Southwest through contemporary design and old world traditions, Disney Coronado Springs Resort shines with renewed luster. On July 9th, 2019, the resort will complete a multi-year reimagination focused on today's travelers, marketing the official debut of a new tower, new restaurants, and new 
arrival experience. The new Grand Destino Tower rises dramatically on the southeastern shores of Lago Dorado, the Golden Lake, the resort's 22-acre lake. The tower, opening to the public on July 9th, offers 545 modern guest rooms, including 50 suites and club-level service, a grand two-story lobby, new meeting venues, and a rooftop restaurant and lounge with spectacular views. The distinctive tower becomes the stylish new gateway at the 2,385-room resort. It also offers unique restaurants offering dining delights, spectacular views, and at the reimagined Disney Coronado Springs Resort with two restaurants and a stylish rooftop lounge leading the way with new foods and beverages experience sharing the spotlight at Disney's Coronado Spring Resort uh, emerges from the multi-year resort-wide reimagining. Did you know lions and other wildlife across Africa are facing a crisis? Since the release of the original animated version of The Lion King 25 years ago, Africa has lost half of its lions. Only about 20,000 remain. Disney is taking actions to protect the pride and support the Wildlife Conservation Networks, the WCN, Lion Recovery Fund, the LRF, in hopes of doubling the number of lions in the wild by 2050, 2050. You can help protect the pride too. Gather your friends and family and come visit the lions at Disney's Animal Kingdom. For every guest who rides the Kilimanjaro Safari Expedition at Disney's Animal Kingdom in Florida during opening week of the Lion King film from July 19th through the 25th. So again, that's July 19th through July 25th. Disney's Conservation Fund will donate $2, up to $350,000 in total to the WCN's LRF. Efforts to help double the number of lions across Africa by 2050. Theme park emission is required though. So once you get off the once you get off the Kilimanjaro Safari, quickly run and get right back on and keep, raise those numbers up to reach to the max. For more information, visit disney.com slash Lion King Protect the Pride. Again, visit disney.com slash lion king protect the pride for more information timing for the opening of star wars rise of the resistance has been announced yes you heard me correct star wars rise of the resistance the second in keystone attraction to the galaxy edge dates have been announced we're op they are opening the Rise of Resistance in Walt Disney World December 5th. Yes, that is December 5th. The same December 5th as Walt Disney's birthday. But that is just at the Walt Disney World's resort location, not Disneyland. As soon as work completed at Walt Disney World, the Imagineers will be heading to California to complete their mission at the Disneyland Resort where Star Wars Rise of the Resistance will open approximately on Friday, January 17th. A little over a month later, Disneyland will get their Rise of Resistance where Walt Disney World's 
opens in December. That is kind of a little bizarre, being that their galaxy's edge opened up first. Hey, you know, someone's got to be first at something. Speaking of Disneyland, GCH Craftsman Bar and Grill now open at Disney's Grand California Hotel and Spa at Disneyland Resort. One sure way to feel like you're on vacation is dining poolside. The cool breeze, the California sunshine, beautiful blue water, a stunning uh, setting, and an amazing menu. That's what you'll find at the new GCH Craftsman, uh, Craftsman Bar at the Disney Grand Californian Hotel and Spa at the Disneyland Resort. The gorgeous new poolside lounge is open to all guests, as long as they're staying at the resort. So you can be you can be on vacation almost any time you'd like. Disney's Grand California Hotel design is inspired by the Gamble House in Pasadena, and the GCH Craftsman Bar continues this story by embracing many of the unique arts and crafts details and materials. The signature crinkled brick, stone columns, and sh uh, shady tr uh, trills set the stage for alfresco dining amid plush residential style patio setting the venue's structure is inspired by the gambling house original garage and current uh, current bookstore with its exposed rafters shingles walls and wood accents we'll be back after these messages <laughs> My, oh my, what a wonderful day Plenty of sunshine in my way Zippity-doo-dah, zippity-yay Not too long ago, I had someone ask me to give a presentation to a class about Disney as a lifestyle. Not just a place that you visit, a movie company, or a brand name, but as a, dare I say, a way of life, as an influencer in your life, as something that is that you hold value to, as something that is not just, again, a place that you visit just because the kids are bugging you to go there, or because they have the latest Marvel movie, but... Something that holds a little more meaning. So I want to share this presentation in, in part, in some parts, because uh, some things just won't tra translate to an audio podcast. But I want to bring this to you because you obviously are the people I'm talking about. And until you are posed this question, it to me, it just seems like it was second nature. It, it's just part of my life. Never realizing that to other people, this is a foreign concept. And how do you discuss this with people that do not recognize it as, as part of your life? So, here it is. And, and, I mean, I'll start it off. And, um... Come along, because I would love to hear afterwards, um, either by voice message or the Facebook post or through the Twitter account, what is Disney 
in your life? So I posed that question early, but I, I will bring it up again. So, here we go. As far as we know, Disney has been around forever. In fact, Disney has been around a lot longer than most people listening to this show. But like everything, there was a beginning. Walter Elias, Walt Disney, was born on December 5th, 1901 in Hermosa, Illinois. In 1923, he moved to California with $40 in his pocket and a coat and a pair of trousers that didn't match. Some years later, Ub Iwerks, Walt Chief's animator, and Walt Disney designed a famous mouse and gave him a personality that endeared, to, uh, endeared him to all. Ub animated two Mickey Mouse cartoons. But Walt was unable to sell them because they were silent films. The sound was revolutionizing the movie industry. So they made a third Mickey Mouse cartoon. This time it was a fully synchronized sound. And Steamboat Willie opened to rave reviews at the Colony Theater in New York on November 18, 1928. So what makes up Disney? Nowadays, that, that is a lot of things. It's more than, well, more than just Disney. So, in part, you have Disney, you have ABC Media, ESPN, Marvel in, in its entirety, Marvel, Lucasfilms, now 20th Century Fox, Hulu, Disney Parks, The Muppets, A&E Life, Lifetime, FX Networks, National Geographic Channel, and the list goes on for quite some time. Uh, Free Forum Channel is another one. The Disney channels, of course. So, a lot of things that touch our lives without even knowing it are connected to Disney now. A lot of fandom. A lot of things that people are passionate about. You know, Star Wars, the Marvel movies. So, things that people, like I said, don't realize that is Disney is part of it. It's out there. What are some of the values of Disney, of the Disney company? And the company itself is rather large, and it's hard to get values of a large company and put it into words or a very short paragraph. But I was able to find this on the on one of the Disney uh, websites. It says, Walt Disney is a legend, a folk hero, of the 20th century. His worldwide popularity was based upon the ideas which, uh, which his name represented. Imagination, optimism, self-made success in the American tradition. Walt Disney did more to touch the hearts, minds, and emotions of millions of Americans than any other man in the past century. Through his works, he brought joy, happiness, and a universal means of communication to the people of every nation. Certainly, our world shall know but one Walt Disney. She got that from D23. So what are some of the norms in the, a Disney person's life? Well, for instance, food. Every culture has food. Food is very, a very defining part of many cultures. And Disney is no different. Food is, you know, there's very much Disney food. Everyone thinks of theme park food as hot dogs and cheeseburgers or hamburgers and chicken fingers and french fries. But there's so much more than that. 
And there's one secret that all of us as Disney people know. One little secret. And that is everything tastes better when it's Mickey shaped. And that's the truth. But there's lots of varieties of different foods. The Dole Whips. Oh, the Dole Whips are fantastic. I was visiting a local ice cream, ice creamery here in uh, New Jersey, and they had the Dole Whips there. And I tried it and immediately was transported to my happy place. Now, it wasn't quite this as good as being at my happy place. And I'm a little more of a fan. I enjoy the Dole Whips. But I love the Dole, float, the Dole Whip floats. Mmm, those are so good. But I digress. We as Disney people do face stereotypes. Just like any other culture, we do have our stereotypes. All of us wear funny hats with big mouse ears. Well, that is somewhat true. That is a rite of passage. In fact, whenever my kids first visited Walt Disney World, they got their first pair of ears. When I visited Disney World for my first time, when I was two months old, I got my first set of ears. It is a tradition. It is a rite of passage to get a pair of those Mickey Mouse Club ears, as they were. That's where they originated from, was the Mickey Mouse Club show. And they also popular, but it is, it is a rite of passage into the Disney lifestyle. Another stereotype is, well, Walt is cryogenically frozen under Disneyland. That is not true. Disneyland, first of all, is just one level. And secondly, Walt, as much as he studied into cryo, uh, cryogenics, was not interested in it. Because, well, it involves severing your head. I mean, there's now a famous movie, or some semi-famous movie amongst the Disney culture. You know, Walt's frozen head. And his head is taken through a trip on Disney through Disneyland. But sadly, Walt did pass away. And there was witnesses to this. It's it's a sad truth. It's like Elvis, I guess. People don't want to believe Elvis is dead. People don't want to believe Walt Disney's dead. But I'm sorry to say. He has gone to a better life. Also that the Disney company is an evil corporate overlord looking to take over the world. As much as people were saying this is very true, especially a lot of this was coming out during the Fox acquisition. And, well, you know what? Most companies, that's how they grow now. Gone are the days that many companies grow organically. Most of them are grown through buying out other companies. I mean, look at the Nabisco company that, you know, they bought out a whole bunch of other companies. The Mars Company, you know, you talk about most most corporate companies. Nike, uh, Adidas, they buy other companies because, well, they've gotten to the point that, you know, they as far as they got in, they need to expand. Well, the easiest way to do that is to take over a product that has been known that, to have a following already. Therefore, you gain immediate following and not have to build a brand which can be cumbersome and you know it's trial and error but it's a protecting company it, you know as much as it it's taking over these companies 
think about it. Disney did take over Pixar. It did take over the Muppets. It took over, you know, all these things. It acquired ABC. So this is not something new. This is not something that's gone on started with Iger. This started well before that. But these companies still operate as their companies. ABC is still ABC. The Muppets are still the Muppets, for the most part. Fox is still going to be operating as Fox. Pixar is still operating as Pixar. Um, you know, these companies still operate as themselves. The American Green Card Company, that was a whole other fiasco. But these other companies are part of, are under the Disney umbrella, but they do maintain their identity. And they were taken in to be part of Disney because of their values and how they somewhat aligned or mostly aligned with the Disney values. George Lucas himself even said if there was any company that he would want to work with, it was the Disney company. The other thing is that we are all a bunch of nerds. Well, nerds run the world. What can I say? But, like I said, people like George Lucas, Steven Spielberg, you know, they are Disney people. So, is that a bad, you know, bad company to be part of? How does Disney define its gender roles? This is a clouded area. So, how do I look at this? Disney has been around since 1928. And how general gender roles had been portrayed in movies and TV shows has evolved and changed over time. Since the 1928s, how characters are portrayed think of Minnie Mouse how much she has changed since 1928 in 90 years she is not the same character that she was in every aspect you know when she first debuted in Steamboat Willie but beyond that let's just look at this a different angle let's not just look at the TV shows and the movies but how do the fans interpret it you know you have cosplayers that dress as their favorite Disney characters. San Diego, San Diego Comic-Con is coming up shortly. And there, that place is going to be filled with cosplayers. And many of them in some form of Disney dress. And I don't mean dresses, but I do. Princesses dressed as princes. Men dressed as princesses. Women as male characters. Girls dressed as princesses in their costumes playing outside. Crossing fandoms. There's no boundaries. You can have, a, you know, the. You will have Snow White dressed as Prince Charming. You will have, like I said, men dressed as princesses. Women dressed as Oogie Boogie or Hades. You know, male characters. But it is okay. It is, we find that, for the most part, acceptable. I mean, some people may say differently. But just on a whole, as a whole, Disney fans do find it acceptable that just because it's a male character to be dressed as a female to be dressed as that male character or a male to be dressed as that female character is okay. And we may find a little levity in it, but we don't shame it. We do not turn a blind eye to it. We, we embrace the fandom. We embrace the Disneyness. We embrace that it is 
someone representing something that they have a passion towards and it, that passion is something that we share as well may not go to the point that I'm going to go dress around as Princess Aurora but if I was that would be okay there is no boundaries or like I said you mean crossing fandoms you will have the princesses dressed up in Star Wars costumes and they, like I said there is no limit to how you can express you know the characters through gender roles that there, there is no the boundaries of what was black and white have been all blurred to a nice shade of gray that everyone is okay with and happy with who are we who makes up all these crazy and insane and wonderful disney people well we are grandmothers fathers Mothers, parents with disabled or handicapped children, anyone with a dream and a realization that dreams do come true if we have the courage to pursue them. Now, Walt Disney said that, and it's very true. If we have a dream, I mean, if you're like me, immediately Rapunzel comes to mind. Um, the, the scene in the Snuzzly Duckling. I have a dream, we have a dream. We all have dreams as Disney people. And part of that dream is influenced by our love of Disney. There is there is a weird connection in that dreams that makes things bigger. My podcast is a dream like that. This is something that I had a dream of talking to people about Disney and how much I love talking to people about Disney. And I pursued that dream. And here I am today talking to you about, you know, the culture of Disney and I talk to you about the movies and I talk to you about TV shows and the parks and and whatever else comes up in the streaming services and you guys listen and you communicate back to me and we enjoy this thing called Disney because it is part of our culture and we are the people that make that up so what do people say Disney means to them in their lives? And this is this I said I took on um, online. I do post these questions online. I'd get some answers. And um, a woman named, by the name of Emma Wright responded to this. I, I will share this one to you. Almost every day I think of Disney. I still aim to learn more about Walt Disney, Walt and the history of how they created create things. I try to live my life surrounded by things I love, Disney being one of them. My best friend created a photo collage for my 30th a few weeks ago and it is in the shape of Minnie Mouse's silhouette. I think it, they think about me. They think of Disney too. It is just simply an integral part of my life and always will be. And that, that was Emma Wright and that's spot on. I mean, it's just, it's part of your life. People under people um, start a business. People start businesses around this. I mean, think of the people move their families to Florida. Um, they decorate their houses. They collect stuff. I mean, it just it does influence your life. I mean, my my wife and I talk about moving to Florida all the time. I know many people who have moved to Florida or to California to be closer to to the Disney parks but it, it's not because it's the parks it's by it's what it represents and what it means to them 
thousands of hours a year. I mean, don't besides that, Disney does give back to the community. This is something that they do, and I don't think many people realize about the volunteers that the company has. Thousands of hours a year are dedicated to helping communities around the world. They go to children's hospitals. They go to food shelters. They... Um, Salvation Army stuff. They they go around soup kitchens and um, disabled veterans, disabled people. They help out in many different ways: cleaning the shores, building houses. This is all stuff. Building playgrounds, stuff that Disney they they do because they work for Disney. They get the opportunity to give back to the community. So, some things that make distinguish Disney people as Disney people, or that is distinguished amongst the Disney culture. Well, like I said, I already talked about the food. We got music. The music has a bit more character to it. I mean, you have and there's all the Disney streaming channel, one that I personally love listening to, and uh, we share some uh, corporate bits together. Deep Park Radio, deepparkradio.com, only plays Disney music. I mean, they say, you know, theme park music 24-7, but it is Disney music. Um, they, you know, you'll hear the parades, you'll hear the the fireworks, the nightly shows um, from all of the Disney parks around the world. And I personally love listening to it. Wait, no, when I put something on, I'll put, you know, I'll have my... Uh, Echo or just put on the computer or put on the app through my phone and listen to it just because it's Disney music. My car's hard drive. I have cataloged hundreds of Disney songs that I will just put on and listen to while I'm driving. Podcasts like myself and many others have dedicated to, you know, that we just talk about Disney. In its different forms and iterations and different things. Some a little more positive than others. I try to stay on the more positive side. But either way, there are podcasts, out, tons and hundreds of podcasts out there. And for the most part, we all get along. Dedicated travel agencies, agencies that are dedicated or certified from Disney to be Disney travel agencies. There's tons of them out there. And it's all wonderful because... It just helps people with their Disney travel. Some people know Disney, how to travel to Disney. We may not need that. Other people, not so much. That they, they these are the ones that just travel you know, every so often to Disney and need the additional help. But you know what? Even people like myself who've gone there dozens and dozens and dozens of times, you know, still. It does help to get have a nice travel agency like Destinations with Character Travel to help guide you and hold your hand just to take a little bit of stress out, just to make things easier. Weddings. People have Disney themes. I had a Disney themed wedding, yes. People have themed, themed Disney weddings or weddings at Disney, at the Disney parks. You know, you want to tell you about taking someone to the next level. Yes, these people will dedicate their life, you know, even something that is so intimate and something so personal. They involve Disney in it. From it's At mine, um, at the reception, the tables. 
Instead of having traditional table numbers, we had the Disney characters representing which table was which. And my socks had Disney on them, and a cake topper was Disney, you know, was Mickey and Minnie. But I digress. Tattoos. Tattooing, you know, which is much more of a, a common thing at the moment. People will have entire arm, leg, their back, entire body dedicated to Disney characters. I was talking to the person who was cutting my hair the other day and saying, she was telling me, yes, her manager, her entire right leg is Disney princesses. And that's, you know, you're permanently putting pictures of Disney characters on your leg as an adult. That is cool. People inspired to give back to the communities in the name of Disney culture. So, you know, there are groups out there that their fandom has brought them together. And then they've taken this commonality of not just the dizziness, but to help other people. To you know, these are groups of people that have come together and then decide to do something good for a community. Over to Christmas time, they'll they'll go out and help the community, or even you know, just on a daily thing, you know, they will make raise money to give to say Make a Wish Foundation. So. Again, this is, this is part of their culture in, in the inspiration of helping others to, you know, inspire other people, you know, who, who are facing challenges in life, that there are good, there's good people out there. So me, how does it affect me? Well, I mentioned my, this podcast it was also my first job. My first job was at the Disney store. That's also where I met my wife. We have decorations, like I said, our wedding was Disney themed. I have decorations all around my house. Right here at my desk, I have postcards of Disney's characters and parks and whatnot um, all around my desk as I am speaking into this microphone and I'm looking at Disney characters. Even on my watch face is, is Mickey Mouse. All my kids have been to Walt Disney World at least once. And like I said, I was almost two months old the first time I went to Walt Disney World. So it all started with one man and a dream. And now people all over the world, all different walks of life, races, creeds, orientations, nationalities follow Disney. It is truly universal. Has its own food, its own music, and in some ways its own language too. Just like other cultures. Disney culture is no different. It all started with a mouse, but is now so, so, so much more. Like I said at the beginning of this, how does Disney affect your life? How, what makes, what do you do to celebrate your Disney-ness? Do you decorate your house a certain way? Do you, certain type of clothing? I generally wear Disney clothing all the time myself. But is there something that you do, something that you realize that distinguishes your Disney side? Please tell me. Let us know. Join the conversation on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash Disney's Marvel Podcast. Again, that's facebook.com slash Disney Marvel's Podcast. Or on Twitter, at Disney Marvel's. Again, the Twitter handle is at Disney Marvel's. You can also email the show with your answers or suggestions to DisneyMarvels at gmail.com. Again, the email is DisneyMarvels at gmail.com. Or you can leave a voice message through the Anchor app or even the website. 
I want to thank you for your time. I know how very little time you have. We all have these days. Everything's going on. You need to rush here, rush there. Take kids have to be here. You know, appointment there, doctor appointment here, grocery shopping. And the fact that you've taken some of that time and spent it with me means a lot. If I could just ask for a couple more minutes for you to go online, go to iTunes or wherever you can rate this show and leave a review rate the show and review it it really helps let people know about the show and it really helps getting the word out and like i said disney is a community so the bigger the community the better it is the more people involved the you know it's all about family you know it's not just a community it, it's a family you know won't use that word and and in a huge right and the more people in the family the better so don't forget to subscribe to the show and as always so this way you know when new episodes come out and consider becoming a premium subscriber to help the show out, keep the lights on, keep the show running. You can do this over um, at Anchor, which is anchor.fm slash DisneyMarvels slash support. Again, to become a premium subscriber to help the show out, go to anchor.fm slash DisneyMarvels slash support. Remember, this show is brought to you by listeners like you. Or if you're looking for something a little different, get some Disney clothes. In the show notes, there's a link to get some of the Disney Marvel podcast swag. You know, go out there, get a phone case, get a t-shirt, get a hoodie, a whole bunch of different stuff to check out. If you're planning your next vacation, make sure to contact Destinations with Character Travel Agency. They help care, they help uh, clients from all over the world, making the ranging from the magic makers of Hollywood to the business executives of New York to families from all over the U.S. People trust the travel consultants of Destinations with Character Travel to plan their magical vacations every day with the patience, care, and attention to detail that you want and you deserve. Find out how they can take the stress and hassle out of your vacation so you can enjoy yourself. All you need to do is contact them to let the magic begin. Their website is www.destinationswithcharacter.com. Again, the website is www.destinationswithcharacter.com. Or you can email them at info at destinationswithcharacter.com. Again, their email address is info at destinationswithcharacter.com. And be sure to tell them that you heard about them on the Disney Marvels podcast. Destinations with Character Travel, making dream vacations come true every single day. Now keep in mind, whatever you're facing out there, whatever demons, darkness, heaviness, no matter the challenges that you're facing in life right now, as impossible as some of them may seem, and the ones that you particularly you don't want to talk about to people, don't give up. I'm, I'm speaking from personal times in my life at times in other people that I've, I've talked to don't don't ever give up look deep within your side yourself you can find the strength because the strength is within you and that strength will help you get through this and overcome it be your own hero whatever you're facing is not forever even if it, some of it may seem like it is there's a way to change that be your own hero. Never give up or give in. And I will end this show, as always, with a quote from Walt Disney. 
Why worry? If you've done the very best you can, worrying won't make it any better. I worry about many things, but not about water over the dam. Again, that's Walt Disney. Thank you again for listening, everyone, and I'll see you next time.